this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft. Joined once again by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently displaying his boner for us like a Price is Right model. That's the dragon himself, Jeff Clark. Hey, YouTube, you don't get to see my boner. (laughs) And beaming to us from inside a distant black hole... The intergalactic bearded being known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Oh, man. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy recording a little bit earlier. As do I. Bouncing around a little bit due to, you know, work schedules, doctors, tattoo appointments. Next week, we're having some old friends back on the show, and we got to adjust the timing a little bit to accommodate for them, but... I feel good when we do these. I got a little bit more energy going through my veins. Uh, I got time to chop all this stuff up and get it posted, and it's not fucking midnight and time to go to bed. I got a little bit of a boner. I'm matching Jeff. We're boner bros. Yeah. I do not have a boner, so. Maybe we're all on board with uh, this, right? All three of us mashed our tips together, and we just shared boner power and transferred it to you, Shuddy. Boner energy? <laughs> Tri-tip boner energy? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, we might have to jump up a tier in Patreon for that. <laughs> or add a tier. Yeah, we just turned our, our Patreon into uh, an, an OnlyFans. Only this actually came up on, I think, either the Jason Ellis Show Patreon or maybe the main episode that's about to post. But uh, So for people that don't subscribe to our Patreon... Shuddy Boy treats us every week at the end of the, the, the Patreon with Shuddy Boy's fucking news. And he, you know, serves us up some wacky news stories. A lot of times it has to do with some goofball winning the lottery five times in one day or something like that. Or some jerk-off who does very unimpressive world records every week. And I changed the description up in the, the Patreon episode. It's almost like the, the running show open gag where Jeff's jacking off and Shuddy Boy somewhere... I just put, like, another planet-busting edition of Shuddy Boy's fucking news and change it up every week. So uh, we also started putting video of the Patreon episodes up on the $10 tier, and I just copy and paste the episode description. And sometimes I make it um, a little sexual. Like I've put one time, the example I used was another fanny-throttling edition of Shuddy Boy's fucking news. And when I copy and pasted it to the video episode and hit post, a warning message popped up. And it was like, it appears the post you're trying to make could be pornographic in nature. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you can hit post and it'll go up, but we're we're looking into this. We have our internet sleuths ready to go. And we're going to investigate your fanny throttling to see if indeed... Shuddy Boy's anus takes a penis pounding. We don't like that here on Patreon. <laughs> so 
I always just hit, yes, I am confident that there is no actual fanny throttling in this video episode. Do your worst. <laughs> so, unfortunately, no, Jeff. We can't mash our dickheads together on a $20 tier or something, but... Uh, okay. We have know. to move it to OnlyFans. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We got to fully commit. Wrong, wrong premium account. Forgot. <laughs> Forgot. Oh. Do you think OnlyFans... On average, OnlyFans accounts do better than Pornhub accounts. Uh, I mean, I think I would rather. I think I'd rather subscribe to Pornhub accounts moving forward if I were to do either. What than to pay for somebody's OnlyFans? Yeah, I guess it depends on the person you're signing up for. Because some people don't do porn; they're just like sexy everyday girls that are like yeah i don't mind showing my my bung piece for a few extra bucks every month sign up and you're not going to see them on on Pornhub. no but like you're, you're like also you, not going to see them do the you know get real nasty on only fans and well, if you and if if you do it's usually like three minute snippets behind an even yeah, that's all i need further paywall what's up that's all he I said, need. That's all he needs. <laughs> I mean, right, fair enough. Like you, Jeff, you you signed up for um, what was it? Um, uh, Big Black Judy. <laughs> no, it was like wet floppers or something. Wet honkers. Oh no! But I saw uh, the girls. The account was wet and melons, but I didn't sign <laughs> up for it. It was just a Pornhub account wet that I found. I think you can like. You can like donate money to their to their account, or you could get additional videos if you pay. But there's like three or four wet melon videos that are free that <laughs> I've already favorited. Oh, that's how I like my melons. He's nice already pinned them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, well, <clears throat> um, I know you guys in the Easter egg were itching to get right to it. So, speaking of web sleuths, should we dive into the uh, the homework assignment we gave ourselves from last week? Yeah. Homework is a great word for it. You guys yeah. were very charged up about this in the Easter egg, so I'm I'm very excited. Uh, to be fair, it was a fun watch. I watched it with my brothers the first two episodes, and it was fun because we were, you know, talking shit. Almost like it was like a supermarket queefs watch along. Um, so that was fun. And I finished it. Like, it wasn't a problem for me finishing it. But we should yeah, let people know very, what we're talking about. Um, so we're talking... I don't even know the name, but yeah. You it's, uh, it's very long. It? It's a very long crime scene. Crime scene, uh, Cecil Hotel or something like that? Lisa Lamb and the Cecil Hotel, I think. Yeah, it's very yeah. like uh, Indiana Jones Netflix. and the Temple of Poop. Like, just long running title, but harder to remember. We talked about it last week. It's a, it's a mini docuseries on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel and specifically the... Um, death of Elisa Lamb, which was a really, really strange case when it first came out and very spooky and upsetting. And it seems like the media never really followed up on it. So I got very excited learning that a docuseries was coming to Netflix about it because it certainly caught my attention when it first came out. And it seems like if the media just stayed on top of that story and didn't let it peter off after she was found dead, there would wouldn't really have been a need for that docu series. 
Not necessarily, though, because the toxicology results were going to always take a while, given how they found the body. And I think they didn't get like the final results in which they were willing to like button up the case officially until like four or five months later. And like in Internet time, that's fucking a a million years, even in regular news cycles. Like they they don't tend to follow up on older things. They just focus on like what's new and sexy. So like the video got released. Um, a lot of people might have seen it of like this this woman that disappeared and then they showed footage of her in an elevator just elevator doors just refusing to close she's acting all weird and doing weird stuff with her hands and looking around like someone's after her and pushing every button and then they found her dead body in the water tank on the roof of the fucking hotel naked and that was pretty much where a lot of it got left and everybody's like man that is a really, really weird, fucked up story. It seems like there's a lot going on that we don't know or isn't being reported. And uh, and then the last thing I remember is they just closed the case and they're like, yeah, accidental death. And I was like, wait a second, that doesn't sound right. Um, so yeah, we all, all three of us watched this four-part docu-series. And... I don't know. I didn't. I, I saw a lot of bad reviews early on, and I was prepared for it to really suck. And while there was some stuff that was annoying, and it does seem like they stretched it out to get more episodes, and this could have been a concise, maybe like ninety-minute one-episode special. I was so angry by the time it ended. <laughs> it ended up being a- an episode and a half about Elisa Lamb. And two and a half episodes about these fucking YouTube web sleuth jack offs. <laughs> like, fuck. They were so infuriating. It they were. Felt, it felt so tacky for them to go be at the hotel filming. I felt like such a cranky old man. Like, it, that's how it made me feel because I was like, it's so tasteless that they're there making YouTube videos, giggling and acting like it, you know, they're doing some great thing when they're really just doing it for the exposure and clout. Yeah. And, and then them crying that it took four months to get the results and how they need to know what the answers are. And that one fucking douchebag who had to have somebody go to her grave and video him so he could have closure. Like, are you oh. fucking kidding? The biggest like, pussy. Like, if it matters that much, why don't you just fucking fly there? You fucking cornball. Oh, I, I'm weird. with you on that one, Shuddy. Like, it was on, so on infuriating how shit. this they these people made spun this terrible situation into something that they needed closure on, and they needed yeah. they need they. The LAPD owed them the answers. There not was the very... poor girl's family, not just to figure it out, but these fucking YouTube jackoffs were so perturbed and so upset that they needed the, these results from the LAPD. And if they're not getting them, then obviously the LAPD Get is em. fucking hiding something. Mm. Fuck Get them, yeah, Shuddy. Get them, Shuddy. Every single one of them. Oh, I was so angry when they. Do we when have the, their names? Because we're we're fellow YouTube stars. Let's fucking take shots at these pussies. Let's do here, a beef this track. Is, I didn't. I didn't take their names. Fuck these pussies. This is like this is for this is for the like internet they were pussies. Looking. You got shut the fuck down. Kevin, stay the fuck out of the way. 
Stand they, fucking away. Go ahead, Shuddy. We're all they were doing. They were throwing literally every possible piece of shit at the wall that they could come up with, hoping that something would stick and they would be right. Between blaming that guy who was there a full year before she was. Oh, are so you talking even, about um, uh, death death metal Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, morbid. <laughs> <laughs> nice like, we gotta get we gotta get him a zoom link we gotta get him on here and tell his side of the story he even was further. there a year the february before so not even the same calendar year yeah, yeah. and they turned on him and fucking cyber bullied him to blaming then- the lapd listen the lapd is notoriously sketchy not so I can understand why they go there, but it it just if they were patient and not acted like they had some fucking skin in this game. I mean, it, it did show that. I mean, what the LAPD really you. was busting their balls. Like I really liked those that guy who was like, "Yeah, once we got access to the tapes, they gave us an office, and I only like twenty hours a day. I spent me and this guy spent going through every second of every tape we were given. Like we only slept four hours a day." and just watch tapes just to, you know, racing against the clock. Like, they busted their balls on this. So it was very annoying to see, like, these web sleuths, as they called them. What a horrible term, by the way. But, like, them just with this air of arrogance and entitlement, like, we are owed answers from the coroner and the taxi cabbie, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Ugh. And then, when like, when they would talk to some of those web sleuths, and just the way they present themselves, like, they... they they featured this one woman who was like, so like I went and did some investigating. And that one <laughs> sentence, I was just like, Oh, Oh, I'm going into a fucking dimension of rage. It's a horrible yep. way to kick uh, off your, your point. Yeah. I, what struck me. And I told you this the other day when we we're talking on Fortnite, that like, what struck me most was the, the sense of entitlement out of the fucking web sluice. Like, like the LAPD owed you any information. Like, like it was like, it was like in that little things movie or just whatever de- detective investigation movies, when two departments or two other police forces combine and they have to share each other's information. Like the web sluice felt like they were in that situation. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're here to help the investigation. Like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> I stayed up for like four days in a row to watch surveillance tape. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah, I just picture Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then think- these fucking self-righteous asshole web sleuths didn't even do anything. They did do some. They caught like a few things, but nothing too helpful. Nothing that broke the case. It wasn't like, don't fuck with cats. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right there. But That's they did, what I'm saying. They, like, okay, in, in, in don't fuck with cats, you know, no matter how pretentious helped. and smelling, sniffing their own farts they were, they actually did help and, and got that That's true. all taken. Yeah. It got helped investigators button that up. There was nothing that these fart sniffers brought to the table that really gave the LAPD anything they didn't find on their own. No, but one thing I guess they kind of did was just, I mean, because it was such a weird case with so many weird elements to it that they did kind of like, people were trying to like bring up supernatural shit and they 
one of the things they did when they went and stayed at the hotel, they're like, okay, this is the elevator. And they found that like, I forget what it was, but they, they kind of door hold button. Yeah. They explained like, if you push door hold, it's like an overzealous door hold button. So that's why the fucking thing stayed open for so long. Cause that was the thing that people were freaking out seeing the surveillance video. But like, I was picturing like, um, what, like they have the, the area cordoned off. Like the Cecil hotel is like, tons of cops and detectives and the yellow tape. And then like some guy struts up. He's like detective poopy pie, YouTube coming in. You're relieved. Like <laughs> the fuck are you guys doing? Come on. Yeah. And these guys, like they fucking partially ruined or tarnished that dude. Morbid's life situation. Got his social media accounts taken down and now they get to hide behind the the like fact of like yeah we didn't actually have all the details and the facts so we were just reacting to what we knew and it's like well no the whole point of the fucking fraudulence of the web sleuth title is that you never have all the facts you're not a fucking cop you know you weren't at the crime scene you don't know what the fuck you're talking about like unless like in very specific situations like in don't fuck with cats they connected dots. They did actual work. No one's taken away any of their fucking uh, any of the the credit they they deserve for that. But like this situation was complete horseshit. And I feel like this documentary partially serves as like propaganda for police departments and the LAPD and propaganda against conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory-minded people and shuddy made an excellent point where it's like the lapd is one of the most notorious like corrupt fucking shitty police departments in the country and these web sleuths in this documentary made them out to look like fucking geniuses like i mean maybe this department or the guys who's handle this are just good cops like whatever obviously they are but like yeah what the fuck like these web sleuths were just so terrible so terrible and i do like the pacing of the documentary because honestly when you get to the end of it and they they explain the whole lisa lamb death or the official death that they put on record the story is buttoned up inside of fucking 10 minutes like it's pretty it's pretty easy like it's not there was some stuff about the documentary like um learning a little bit of the history of skid row was interesting the the history of the hotel was was interesting they did so like it eventually like the Cecil hotel started out like as some grand thing but quickly plummeted into just a shithole for crackheads and prostitutes and and homeless people and stuff like it's basically like you know what what like a 20-story halfway house or something like that so it's connected in new york it's where i was born right after the great depression and the ge plant fucking took a shit Schenectady, New York went down, right? A little after the Great Depression, the Cecil Cecil Hotel turned into a fucking flop house. Yeah. Like and it stayed that way cuz it's it's in Skid right. Row. So like the uh, one of the ways I guess cuz they have people that live there like that are just residents. Like they're not just staying there. They fucking live at the Cecil Hotel cuz I guess they work out some sort of deals where they get It's a low income housing with the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. So they have to have, they're a residential hotel, so they have to allow <laughs> residents to stay. Yeah. So like, it's they, terrible, but essentially they panhandle well enough to move out of skid row inside a building. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's as, pretty as much horrible as it is. is. But like, yeah, 
they they also managed to like dupe foreign tourists, which was what Elisa Lam was. She was from Canada, and they just like, hey, I want to go check out L.A. Oh, this place is in downtown. Look at these fucking rates. People that don't, you know, really fully understand Skid Row or the area, they're just like downtown L.A. Awesome. That sounds where everything is. And sometimes it's even packaged in these internet travel deals where it doesn't even list the name of the fucking hotel. It's just like, dude, the rates are 20 bucks a night. You're staying in downtown L.A. at this hotel. So they chronicled this, this like European couple who were just like, yeah, we wanted to take a vacation. So we stayed there. They got there as Elisa Lam disappeared. And we're like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? And they stayed past the point of them discovering her body. So another one of the grossest details of the story that was you know, made public when this all went down was people in the hotel were noticing changes in the water pressure, discoloration of the water, and funny tastes of the water because they were drinking her decomposing body. And like, as horrible as that is, could you imagine staying in a dump like the Cecil Hotel and having the foresight to complain about water pressure or the taste of the water. Like, after checking in and seeing in my room, I would, I would be like, oh, the water in this place is going to taste like shit. I'm not taking a fucking sip of it. Wait, what, were, what was that English couple's vacation budget margins were? Like, how do you not walk into that place, get into your room, be like, oh, okay, we got to go to a different hotel. Holy shit. I thought well, the same I mean- exact thing. Twenty dollars well, a night versus what you would pay for another hotel in Los Angeles. I mean, well, yes, there is a reason for that. <laughs> you know, like what are you trying? Like they they base their whole travel to from England to LA around them getting twenty dollar an hour, uh, twenty dollar per night uh, lodging, or uh, well, that's because know, that is the norm in Europe. Hostels aren't so they thought they were getting the same type of hostel experience. Agreed, they were going to get, get in Europe, so they probably did not have the budget for an actual okay. hotel. I could sucks, see that happening like, because, like, it did seem like they stayed there for quite some time. So if you're going to LA for like maybe a week or like a long weekend or something, sure, splurge and be like, "Fuck this hotel." I'm going to pay a little bit more a night and just get like a real place. But if, if your whole budget was like, Hey, if we're staying here for two weeks, we got to pay $20 a night. We can't afford two weeks at like, you know, 150, $200 a night hotel. Cause Yo, and, they, and they even said the same they, thing. Like when they checked in and looked at the room and just their jaws dropped and they were like, this is a fucking nightmare. They had the same thought. This was a thought I had the first time I went to Japan. They're like, okay, this is fucking disgusting and it's cramped and tiny. We'll only be here to sleep. You know, we'll be out on the town all day. We'll come home, sleep, wake up, and then get the fuck out of here all over again and have adventures. You can't really do that when you have to go back at night and walk through fucking Skid Row, which is sketchy to walk through in broad daylight, let alone the fucking dead of night. Yeah, they stayed in Josh Baskin's fucking hotel in Big, (laughs) the first one. (laughs) Brutal, man. I can't imagine. And like... I, I feel sorry for them because you know I'm, yeah, I'm American. I am I, I'm not unfamiliar with LA before moving here, but I I wouldn't have known downtown LA was as dirty and Skid Row was as big as it was. And I've mentioned this 
I don't know how many times over the years of doing this podcast, but like it's legit depressing. I like think what downtown LA looks like. I, I worked at Staples oh, Center, yeah. uh, f- you know, the first year I was here. And like essentially that Skid Row was right there. They just built Staples Center and LA Live and just pushed it over a little bit. But like you got that same, like I would see all this shit like a half mile away from where I worked. And like, you know, I worked for a. And the National Basketball Association team, a billion dollar fucking organization surround like in downtown L.A. And like I, it was stunning to see some of that shit. And then uh, like you said earlier, I, you kind of alluded to it. The Skid Row shit was the most fascinating part of the documentary. I never knew it was the, the, the it was 56 square blocks. Like I never knew it was that big. I, I thought it was like a few blocks, but like what? Oh, it's the massive. 56? Like what is, what's Watts? Like how how big is Watts? Like fifty six square blocks. You you guys need a fucking mayor. Like what the fuck is? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's depressed. Like that 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 was like the mo- the biggest bummer. But like the English couple, dude. Like when I don't I couldn't help but laugh because when they got to like the part in the conversation with those guys where they mentioned drinking the tap water, it's like wait a second. On top of all this, you guys actually drank. Like, I know that neighborhood. There's a 7 Eleven a few blocks away from the Cecil Hotel. Get fucking bottles of water. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing? When, you doing? when they showed up in the first episode, I'm like, what the fuck are these? What, what do these British people, what does this British couple have to, right. to do, to offer to this other than they stayed at the Cecil? And then when that part started to come up, I go, yeah. Oh no, that's, yeah. that's, that's where they get tied in. They're the unfortunate people that complained because the water tasted bad. Oh yeah. no. They're, their level of importance and like the character arc or whatever, the documentary for them was the greatest out of anyone there. Besides like <laughs> the LAPD, the LAPD, every documentary about crime going into it that has the LAPD. I just automatically assume the worst of the LAPD because that's what we get. And they come out looking like fucking geniuses, these guys. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, they're they're not all bad apples in the police. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what pissed me off is there's a pretty wide spectrum and definition and range of like what a conspiracy theory person or minded person is like what makes up that profile. I consider myself conspiracy theory minded mostly because like, I like hearing theories about the deep state or about, um, about like going to like aliens, uh, JFK stuff like that. But like, that's kind of where I stop. And but like I'll listen to conspiracy theories about you know the police department and and the justice system like that the first season of making the murder the most fascinating shit was the cops you know being fucking weird or or looking corrupt so it was just like it gave me conspiracy theory blue balls this documentary like it just now now I can't even like if I he- read a, a documentary description or I see a trailer that alludes to conspiracy theories, I'm going to be like less excited to watch it out. I mean, <laughs> and I have a bone to pick with you, too, Kevin. Go oh, ahead, you can make a point, but um, the it, it kind of just 
doesn't this also kind of illustrate just how there was one very, very, very simple piece of information that they just didn't have that completely explained this whole situation. But the fact that they didn't have that that piece of information, they they went as far as fucking blaming the movie Dark Water. Like, oh, maybe Dark Water killed Elisa Lam, the movie. And it's just like, you guys have lost your fucking minds. And it's because people are just so desperate to explain something that they can't understand that they will go to fucking Ghost did it, Supernatural did it, a fucking movie did it. And then just like that one piece of information, they get it. And then they all just ate shit at the end. They were like, I feel like a fucking idiot. I went so far off base doesn't that kind of uh, speak for a lot of conspiracy shit going around? Like, you're so willing to speculate, and if one little piece fits, you just fully commit to it, no matter how asinine or absurd it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, again, it, it depends. I, like I said, there's a spectrum, and there's like a range of conspiracy theory people. I'm, I'm just saying that mostly just so I can clear my own name, I guess, because <laughs> I, I like conspiracy theory shit. But like, sometimes like they're fucking stupid and i feel like i'm logical enough to to an extent to admit when it sounds ridiculous and then <laughs> these fools sitting there saying well then at that point we're thinking is there a conspiracy between the hotel and the police department to cover up her death it's like who has anything to that gain was, from that that the was fucking ho- uh, the hotel wh- has 80 deaths per year this isn't even something that like the, anyone loses sleep over. Like whatever. Like what the fuck are you talking about? When Who they cares? said when they said that someone at the hotel bribed the LAPD, I was like, "Are you fucking? That's what? Okay, all right. What? <laughs> you guys, we're just, we can just say stupid things and like they don't. You don't have to connect like any logical thread through any of it. Like oh." Yeah, maybe it was Dark Waters. Maybe it was LAPD and the hotel. You know, like a worker killed them or killed her and they didn't if, want to arrest it. Like, what the if fuck? Somebody, Why would they not? somebody could not afford to bribe the LAPD <laughs> for everything that happens at the Cecil Hotel in a given day, like, let alone a month. There were They were saying there were three to four 911 calls a day and then like 80 deaths a year or yeah 80 yeah, deaths a year like that. so like if if somebody's greasing, go under on both somebody's greasing palms to keep it out of to keep the lapd from looking too deeply you're just all you're doing is giving away money yeah yeah and like the the guy who would have been the biggest suspect i forget his name a, a janitor who doesn't even speak english like he like, what is he going to bribe the L? He's going to pay the LAPD to cover up, help him cover up a murder. Like, you know, the first thing the LAPD is looking for and would hope for is like, oh, hopefully a janitor killed her. We can wrap this investigation up in three <laughs> fucking days yeah. and we're good. Like, like, even if we can plant some evidence on the janitor, we'll fucking do it because that's yeah, the LAPD. That was, that's and, like, they, they couldn't even, they, they couldn't even like entertain that. Like, it's, it's just like, yeah, they just made fucking the police look like geniuses and conspiracy theories look fucking dumb. And I'm bu- I'm butthurt about that. I am because I they murdered JFK and now we look stupid for thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and oh, hold on. My bone to pick with you, Kevin. Uh-oh. You apparently did follow the fucking the story after it happened because you spoiled something for me. I didn't know they found her in the water tank. And as we're watching that, they don't mention it until episode like the end of episode two. And like it was kind of a mystery the first two episodes of where her body was and where she was. And I didn't know. And I didn't they really. Didn't, I don't think they said it in the trailer. So like my brothers are sitting there watching like, oh, I wonder where the bo-, like, you know, they mentioned it. Like, oh, how did man, you guys like, not know that? That was pretty. That's what I thought. I thought that was pretty a common knowledge. Part of, like that was all I knew about her was the elevator video and that her body was found in the water tank. Unexplained. Unexplained. I, I knew nothing about her. And like they were saying in the documentary and i remember us talking about this i've talked to puminati about this as well recently but i remember us talking about this this was right during the time with christopher dorner remember that former la pd cop that went rogue and started yeah. killing la uh, lapd police officers so like in the documentary they talk about they literally have to like take dudes off the investigation because they're they're being hunted they're like oh fuck we gotta find this guy they so, had like, 18 detectives on the case at the start of it and then within days it went down to two yeah and like i like i remember that like that's that's a story i'll remember for the rest of my life and i had no idea of any like real la story at the time like nothing else stands out to me like that and so i I had no idea about this and you straight up spoiled it for me and all the listeners, all the millions of Puminati out there. You fucking ruined it. You piece of shit. I thought, I thought that was a huge thing and people were like, Oh man, I can't believe people are drinking the water and they said it tasted funny. That was like a huge thing that got reported. Yeah. Just like the diva you are true, true to the, your diva self. You refuse to accept any responsibility for your wrongdoing. Well, even diva so, shuddy is teaming it's, up we with call me this, on this Le- the LeBronification of, of podcasting. Well then Just, who does that make shuddy? Cause shuddy's on my side on this one. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I wish I got that's that jo- reference. That's a joke way over your head. Yeah. Some, some, <laughs> someone laughed at home. I did find that very strange that they were dragging that, bit of information out like but that was another thing like i feel like they they did that just to get more time and more episodes like one of our earliest criticisms when we started this discussion was this didn't need to be four hour long episodes it could have been squished up in a tighter package Uh, kevin the point of the story the point of the documentary was the frenzy and nonsense that was whipped up while they were looking for the body and while the toxicology reports are coming in, uh, the frenzy whipped up by the internet sluice and just fucking trolls. So I mean, that was why, only a blip. Like what, after they found her, that didn't, that wasn't like the web sleuths were like, Oh, okay. Well, our job is done here. That only like no. pushed them even further. So it wasn't like that was a selling point to work the web sleuths into this narrative. They wove it all together, man. Like, all oh, right. Well, at, at this they, point, we're just splitting hairs. Fair enough. It's just, yeah, that one dude, like Shuddy was saying, and I think you were saying the guy who FaceTimed his friend who touched her grave and was fucking getting all emotional. Guy, that guy was the worst. Such a fucking pussy. And hearing, like, the, just the worst moment in the entire documentary was hearing this fucking guy talk about just how devastated and how surprised and stunned he was when they found her body like and 
And just all I thought about at that moment is like, dude, the fucking look on the parents' faces during that press conference, they knew it. They knew it. It was terrible. Awful. And for you to be on t- on fucking Netflix talking about how crushed you were, like, you piece of shit. You're such a fucking phony. Like, her, her family, her friends are going to watch that, and you get the fucking screen time. You and your little fucking pussy ass, whatever, trolls fellow web sleuths ruin that one guy's whole fucking brand over nothing. Like you find out again, you find out one little detail, the, 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 the easiest thing for the cops to investigate, which is, was this guy actually at the CISO hotel at the time? Oh no, it was a year ahead of time or a year before. Like, and then you're all like, well, uh, sorry, our bad, like fucking retards. Like, yeah, that guy, that guy is so infuriating. I wish, I wish him poverty. I hope he moves the fucking skid row. <laughs> Where the fuck does that retard live? Yeah, and it's it, and I I honestly really hope that her friends and parents and family don't watch this because, man, that's so fucking crushing. What a horrible, horrible thing. I feel so yeah. bad for all of them. Just brutal. She's off her meds. Sucks. Brutal. Sucks. And you know, I got something people, I don't get. I got people in my life that battle with that, and you know I've seen that behavior in them, and it's. Oh. It's heartbreaking. There's there's fucking nothing you can do. It's it's just a shit lottery that some pe- you just get at birth. Like some people just have that, some people don't. And if you don't have it, you're fucking lucky. And if you do get it, you got a fucking shit hand. You know? I worked I worked with with um, you know, Brody Stevens on his TV show. Wow. He suffered from being bipolar and, you know, him staying on his meds was a tough thing. Like even being medicated and taking it isn't a guarantee like You'll have a nice long stretch of just solid, relatively positive mental health. And something tells you to stop taking the fucking meds. You stop taking it. You go off the deep end and the fucking poor guy hung himself. Like Brody was a great dude. It's Yeah, I was one of the, uh, you know, one of the better, you know, Ozark season two. That was like one of the better, smaller storylines was the Wendy's brother. Yeah. You know, I that's something that I'm pretty ignorant to just the whole chemical imbalance thing and what people have to go through when managing that, because I don't know of like any like close friend or like, I know, well you got, you know, I know you take some medication or yeah, uh, but I'm nowhere. I'm I'm not bipolar. I don't have anything to that extent. Right. I don't know anyone. There's no one in my immediate family and none like my close friends, my inner circle that struggle with that. So like, I'm, I'm pretty ignorant to that. I've got a, um, I've got a family I mean, member. Like- I've got I've got a guy in my immediate family who, you know, it seemed to be a thing that progresses as he gets older. So like, he's married, he's got kids, and the older he gets, the worse it gets. And like, there used to be these big gaps in between when he would go manic, and you know that he there would be like a month where he would just be a completely different person, and then it started happening more frequently and his manic episodes started lasting longer and longer. And you know, it fucks with the family. It fucks with his kids. It fucks with his mm-hmm. wife and he's having a really rough go. And it's, yeah, it's, it's brutal shit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, yeah, they, they did they're... focus a decent point of the documentary on that, but Holy fuck. Do I feel bad for her family? Yeah. At least there was a happy ending though. Tumblr's no longer around. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tumblr gone? Yeah, I think it is, right? <laughs> I don't or know. Like, that... like you said, you were watching it with your brothers. I actually just set up a puzzle 
and left it on autoplay. So I was just like listening and absorbing stuff while doing a puzzle. So I wouldn't just get like all fidgety on the couch. Nope. I Tumblr was... still exists. <laughs> What's the one? Oh, I'm thinking of Vine, I think. Vine was actually pretty cool too. Just got swallowed by Snapchat and Instagram stories. Yep. So do we do uh, dick ratings on docu-series? Yeah. I'm down. I mean, yeah, since we watched it through all together and we put it as homework, we can we can rank this one. I think it's fair. I'll give it Yeah. It's a tough I'm gonna give one, it a three point two five. Actually, I'll give it a three and a half because I did have the benefit of the the homie or brother commentary. And it was fun to just like rip on these web sleuths as we're going through that. I don't know. I'm bummed out of how underwhelming like the story itself was, but it was, it was, they were legit and true documentary villains. Like fuck those pussies. Yeah. So I guess I got, I did get some entertainment value out of it. That that's, that's my explanation behind the three and a half blow jobs. I'm giving Elisa lamb's corpse. That oh God! Just terrible. Edit this. Edit this. Can't edit. It's YouTube. Can't edit. Can't edit. chop videos. Oh. Uh, I, well, I'm gonna get some more bad comments. Yeah. Well, you know what you did, Jeff. You know <laughs> yeah. what you did. Shuddy, what do you? It, it helps my you, brand. What are you I'm giving? Reading, it? I'm giving it two dicks. Two. Harsh. The Shuddy Hammer. Uh, I'll give it three. I feel like it, it could have been squished down. And I also, some of the stuff that, that struck me as weird was like YouTube sleuths reenacting their reactions to things. Like there was a voiceover of like, I hope she's okay. I wonder where she went. You remember that part? I found that very weird that they were doing that. It's, it's, I do have an issue with these web sleuths, like their brands improving because of Netflix, essentially. Like, like, you guys were so fucking wrong and so negligent and and just acted poorly, and you don't deserve any run here, any fucking screen time. And, oh, man, I wish I knew their names. Actually, it's better that I don't. Fuck, <laughs> just group of pussies, man. Group of pussies. Have... Either one of you guys entertained the idea of listening to Morbid? Because I know you're both death metal fans. From what I heard in the documentary, I had no. Too dark or not dark enough? It, it, I just didn't like the way it sounded. Yeah, me neither. Uh, his, I, I try not to be a death metal snob. Like I don't want, I'm not out to call anybody like a death metal poser. Like If you like death metal, you like death metal. Um, but right. it's how I am with like Eminem versus little Uzi vert. I guess like we're not in the same lane here. I'm, I'm snobbish. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I just feel like, um, he strikes me as somebody that maybe doesn't understand death metal. <laughs> like he might listen to some good bands, but his interpretation of it, of being like, Ooh, I'm scary. Gonna get you. brand. His his lyrics are very literal with the stuff he was coming up with. And morbid, like your your death metal name is morbid. That's a little on the nose. Like you don't want to pick like a demon's name out of the Bible or some shit or <laughs> morbid. I mean, what about Cannibal Corpse? You love them, don't you? That's a cool name, Cannibal Corpse. Morbid is just 
All right, you get an F for effort for that one. Like, I'm Captain Spooky Pants. Listen to what my death What would you add metal. to it then? <laughs> Let's do. How about morbid sex? No. <laughs> Again, yeah, death R and B group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder what that sounds like. Death R and B. Also, you're tossing oh, out like a like a death metal. That sounds like a band name if you were gonna go morbid sex, not like the name of a a dude, a band member. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So a biblical gargoyle, if you will. Okay. All right. There's there's a death metal band that I love called Carcass. And you can make the argument Carcass. All right. That's a little on the nose. You you absolutely could. But yes, I I feel like it's more acceptable as a name than as a person. Like if the guy was like, thanks for coming out to my show. My name's Carcass. I'd be like, back to the drawing board with you. I, you know, it all boils down to your music because Prince, like how, I mean, Prince is a pretty blah name, but Prince fucking rules, you know? So, you know, the Prince was anytime you heard, anytime Prince would sign off if, if he would, I mean, I guess he didn't really, but if he signs off, I'm, you know, this is Prince peace out or whatever. However he signs off, everyone's in a crowd's going to go nuts. It's fucking Prince. Goodbye. But, Thanks for coming out. My name is squiggly symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Prince, but all right, whatever. Fuck morbid, I guess. I mean, yep. I hope your brand does better because those web sleuths butt fucked you. It, it was that, see that's that's the thing where it bit him in the ass of being too literal. Like, I am going to drown you in perhaps China. <laughs> and like, oh well, she drowned and she's Asian. Get him. <laughs> I guess where, yeah. where it helps to be a little more poetic in your death metal lyrics. Right. Use more pronouns and specific nouns, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you, perhaps I, in China. You could tell these fucking web sleuths don't know any uh, death metal nerds, though. I mean, I feel like that is death true. metal fans and people are generally like the least violent type of people because they kind of get it out with the death metal. They are dorks. If there's anything I've learned from from death metal, like being a death metal fan, going to shows for decades, we're dorks. Fucking, you mentioned Cannibal Corpse, the lead singer, sweet name, Corpse Grinder, fucking D&D guy, uh, or or, a Warcraft guy. He fucking loves Warcraft. (laughs) They're all D&D magic Warcraft dudes. Uh, literally like the rate of death metal artists who play one of those games or an RPG or whatever is probably at like 95%. Oh yeah. Like and they're fucking they're generally I would say 95% of the death metal community are some of the nicest people you ever meet. There are some dickheads that mm-hmm. go in the pit cuz they're like I feel like hurting somebody. I want to punch somebody in the face. But 95% of them I went to an Amana Marth show with my ex Bad who she likes fucking country and EDM. And she was this five-foot little Thai girl wearing, like, something she would wear out for a night at the club at a death metal show. And old fart me, I like to hang out by the bar now, and it was a packed show. And some guy looked over and saw her and was like, oh, look at this tiny little thing. Here, cut in front of me. Get up on the divider so you can see the band better. Like, they're just nice, yeah. thoughtful people. Sure, there are some bad apples, like you were saying, but hey. <laughs> no, I, I one of my homies, 
who I work with, I worked with in upstate New York. He was like one of my, he was like who I smoked pot with a lot when I moved home for a couple of years or for a year before I moved to LA in between my New York city college days and my LA current days, who was a huge death metal fan. And like one of the trade-offs that I had, cause he was like the only dude that I knew or one of the only guys that I knew who I got along with and always had marijuana and would always be down to smoke. So like one of the trade-offs is every now and then I'd have to listen to death metal with him. And that was pretty lame, but like, Hey, at least he had a sick bong and was chill to smoke with. <laughs> Most, we, our music tastes overlapped. Like he was into rage against the machine and tool and, 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 and bands that I could listen to. So whatever he would usually put that on, but every now and then playlists would run some death metal, but huge world of Warcraft fan. And I think one of the bands that he listens to, like, most of their lyrics is based on like World of Warcraft and de- and, and, and like D and D and like and that's a pretty like consistent thing with like death metal and like hardcore metal or whatever the terms are for it and it's like a lot of these guys are nerds and these fucking web sleuths are like a degree removed or a few degrees removed from them and it's like you guys don't know your ass from your elbow if. You would have known in two seconds the morbid guy is not violent in any way, fucking shape, or form. He's probably the chillest dude on your block, actually. Well, I mean, just it's not even that. He was there a year before well, this yeah. even happened. So it's not like so they don't even need to go through all of that when he wasn't even there. Well, they didn't get again to their point, Shuddy. The fucking LAPD wasn't emailing them. They weren't emailing them. They didn't <laughs> Jeff, know. They saw a video of him at the Cecil Hotel. This, which was, yeah, I what, feel like which would it have must been not kind, have been. Oh, would, okay. I thought it wasn't. To, it would have had to have been posted a year beforehand. He doesn't wait a year to post the video of him hanging out at the Cecil. Right. Right, but that's so common sense that I feel like it must not have been timestamped or it must have been timestamped inaccurately, right? Because, like, as as shitty as these web sleuths are, make no mistake, the biggest takeaway from this documentary is how just fucking lame and terrible they are. But, like, that's that's one that even they probably didn't fuck up, right? It had to be mis, like, wrongly or inaccurately timestamped, right? No. Like I thought the police investigation into that guy turned up that he was at the Cecil hotel. Cause he, he was at the Cecil hotel a year before her body because I, they didn't have that detail. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything really. Yeah. Or We're spending too it. much time talking about this. Yeah. I had fun talking about it. Yeah. We got to, Skid Row. we got to really go into, um, Jeff's forte, which is, uh, True crime documentaries. This is Jeff's favorite episode so far. I know. Absolutely. Dude, every time I watch one of these and I review them, I, I essentially just hear crickets in this fucking Zoom call. No one, you guys didn't either didn't watch or don't care nearly as much as I do. So putting this on the planner or a schedule ahead of time and you guys watching it, I thought made a nice conversation. And I'm sure YouTube, as friendly and wholesome as they are, would agree and are going to leave a lot of wonderful comments about this. Oh. Yeah, I agree, Jeff. <laughs> you, you better, you fucking diva. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I watched a, a, a movie that I could just do a quick thing on so we don't spend too much of the podcast doing reviews. I, I know this, this is not a question for Jeff because the answer is no, but Shuddy. 
Have you heard of a movie called Psycho Goreman? No. <laughs> Isn't that a bit on the nose for a death metal band? <laughs> uh I saw it was it had a trailer that kind of got some traction on YouTube because of its silly nature. Um it was it looked like it was funded by Shudder. So it's like a comedy horror movie that's sort of low budget about these kids that find the corpse of a vicious alien warlord in their backyard and they take his gem which leads them to command him. So they basically have a psychotic intergalactic warlord as their slave under their control. And it had it had like a bit of like an 80s vibe to it. So I know a lot of people were pumped off the trailer, but I think it's it's like rental only on Amazon. So I was like, "Oh fuck it, I'll I'll give that a watch." And it was very very interesting. You could tell I give them props for doing as much as they did with which which was very clearly a, a low budget. It was almost like if Guar remade big because it had a lot of rubber costumes a lot of practical effects and buckets of gore and blood and um, you could kind of tell they got some of the actors like they hired them outside of like a, a local theater in a rural town in Utah or something but flaws aside enjoyable flick if if that's something that speaks to you if you want Practical gore, silly sci-fi horror movie. I kind of dug it. You said it was Psycho Corpse Gore. What is it called again? <laughs> Psycho Gore Man. Psycho. Yeah, strange flick. Um, I'm just sorry. I'm going through my notes. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it three point five dicks. It was solid. It was like a fucked up R Power Ranger movie. Directed by Guar. All right. Three blowjobs and a handjob for Psycho Gorman. That's fair. I appreciate what they did. It was it was very, very different. Cool flick, if that's if that's your uh if that's your gimmick. Shuddy, I have some news that's going to piss you off. Oh boy. Have you heard about a popular movie that is going to be getting a TV? Reboot. I have not. Or maybe I have, and I'm just not as upset about it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is a movie you're on the record for that um, pisses you off. The Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, True Lies. Oh, I'm not. No, that's not. I didn't. It doesn't piss me off. I like I enjoy that movie. It's not as good as you guys think it is. Oh, that's for sure. That's a terrible take. Before you t- say any more, Kevin, John Cena should play that role. Who's in it? I don't think they've cast it yet, but you know what? Now that I'm doing the mental pictures, send him this YouTube link. I think you're on to something, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it's being written by the guy who created Burn Notice. I've never watched Burn Notice. Because John Cena, I don't, I'm not, uh, he's after my time on wrestling. And I know you're never really a big wrestling fan, but you've seen him in movies and stuff. John Cena has enough going on, enough in the bag where he could play an awesome leading man in a, in true lies. Like he could be a, a, a family man 
or like wholesome, like whatever, like uh, father or man of the house and be like this badass assassin dude, like Moonlight does that or like his, you know, that's his career. He's certainly like, he jacked pull enough. That, that off. He's jacked enough to be like in right. Schwarzenegger's league. Um, I think he's, he's a pretty good actor. You've seen him in movies before, yeah. right? I, I like so him. Mick G is directing the pilot. Yeah, where he's he's got a bit of a spotty track record, but I've said it before. Yeah. I think I've even said it recently. I think he gets too much shit for that Terminator Salvation movie. I thought that was a cool flick. Mick I like G. that one. Yeah. I feel like I don't like that guy. I'm going to IMDB him. Hopefully this goes better for me. I think uh, he, did, uh, he did like Charlie's Angels, I think. Um, yeah, I didn't even really watch Charlie's Angels. I don't think I did either, but I liked a lot of people shit on Terminator Salvation, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was a worthy, okay. worthy installment. So I'm, I'm down to give it a shot, but like, this is where I don't, I get bummed out with when TV networks try to pull off movie caliber shit. Like, Shuddy Boy, I'm sure you, you've kept up with WandaVision. WandaVision I have dope. not watched this most recent episode yet, oh. but no, well, so no. It's sick, and and you've seen the 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 previews for uh, the 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 uh, 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 Captain America or Falcon, Falcon and, and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yes, yeah, looks sick. It looks like it's on par with the Marvel movies. I feel like anytime network TV takes a stab, you get that just dollar bin grade saccharin tasting special effects stuff that. I don't know. It really ruins it for me. I know people were really into the like the Flash TV series and that whole an Arrow and the whole DC universe they created there, but it really takes away from me when the the CG and the production just has that taste of a TV show. It's almost like just save that stuff for the fucking movies. Just let it be. I gotta, I gotta back up for a second. I was looking up McG, and I got distracted. Did you say there's gonna be a Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show? A yes. Disney. It comes out like soon, very. I think soon. it times up for when they run out of Wandavision episodes. They kick into Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't really know much about Falcon, but Winter Soldier that was that was Captain America too, right? Yes. I was one of the few Marvel movies that didn't suck ass. It's an awesome movie. Right. You, you're of the a thinking and opinion that that's an typically underrated or unspoken, maybe, Marvel movie in the Marvel universe. I think it gets its due. As somebody who loves all the Marvel movies, that is one that is clearly in the highest echelon. Like, the action's Most awesome. The story is cool. Yeah, yeah. And if, you know, there there might be some people, I've talked to some people who are like, yeah, I watch all the Marvel movies in the theaters, but I never really revisit them. And man, I revisited Winter Soldier. And holy shit, what a fucking movie. Winter I've Soldier like is an three excellent times. movie. Yeah, I've seen it like three times. Yeah, kicks ass. It's kind of weird. But it's also weird that like, you know, Disney Plus, clearly they got deep fucking pockets so they can make series that match the quality of, of the movies where they're clearly not taking a step down in the CG or anything. But I don't know, man. I, I just feel like anytime they do the TV stuff, a lot of people seem to be over be able to overlook it, but it's tough for me. I guess, Jeff, I'm just a diva. 
if if this episode and just all of 2021 has said anything to us, it is that you're a diva. <laughs> you get fired from your serious job and look at you. All of a sudden you got the world by the balls. Everyone's yeah. got to bow to your feet. Oh, look at fucking unemployed homeless Kevin thinks he's king shit. <laughs> Yeah. Hot dogging it all the time. Here I mean, listen. <laughs> I, I saw you. You don't even get the talk right now, Shuddy. You're on your computer firing someone over there. You won't even be homeless because you have Poop Slime Alley. You just have, you just literally have to move your stuff right outside. Yeah. It's a real stretch to call Poop Slime Alley a home, Shuddy. <laughs> you live in like three neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing on time? Oh, we got some time. Shuddy. Voicemails? I don't know why. I'm picking up, I'm picking up a sense you got something on your mind. I don't. Oh. I was waiting to see what you had on your mind. Oh, well, I was just going to say, why don't we take a listen to some voicemails? Yay. That's what I was hoping you would say. Me too. It's always fun to check in with the Puminati. Voicemails are usually nice. It's ninety five percent of the time fun, unless you know. Hyper Chris Hyper makes Chris an appearance. <laughs> All right, let's oh, see here. Fuck, where do we leave off? Uh, I think. Oh, I think this is it. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, it's doing it again. Okay, so you guys are my witness. You just heard voicemails yay play, right? Yep. When I played our voicemail, it played out through the speakers of the iPad. We need web sleuths on this. I think either the iPad is haunted or somebody at Apple bribed the LAPD. Because this doesn't make sense. It could be a government conspiracy because we know too much. No, I remember. Trying to put the tuberculosis in the homeless population. No, I remember a situation like this happening in a season of 24. I think it was season three, episode eight. And I'm getting 24 vibes. Maybe the iPad is behaving like Jack Bauer would. Good pull, Jeff. All right, let's try this again. Fuck yeah. Let's eat a lot. You think you're going to eat Jeff, I'm here. Let's do it. Oh my God, are are we gonna die in seven days now? That sounded like me last night. Stay tuned to the Patreon for that story. Oh, I, I all I heard, I thought I heard, let's eat ass. I heard, let's do this at the end. Yeah, like I'm gonna eat ass. Let's do this. That's what I thought I heard. Should we give it another listen? Uh, it was pretty shitty voicemail, but okay. yeah, go, if you want. Well, nah, we don't have to. All right, cool. That was spooky. Yikes. All right. Yeah. Maybe this human has actual words to say. Yo. And this is a random caller, you know, calling in to ask question for Dr. Steve. And again, random fucking caller here. Uh, let's say I'm asking for a friend as well that he was at work and you know, he, and then there was an acai bowl on there and then I I mean, this guy sat on it and it went up his asshole 
and it's very, very inflamed. It's also my dickhole. So, it, I mean, you know, it's for my friend's dickhole. I, I, uh, I gotta go. Ask Dr. Steve. Um, nice try, Shuddy. We all know that was you. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Had... Damn it. You caught me. I, I hope your dickhole is feeling better after having an acai bowl. It was for a friend. He's fine. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Let's see what this guy says or lady. Hey, boys. This is Big T from up in Canada here. Love your show. You guys are fucking awesome. I'm new to this show. Uh, new listening, new listener. Um, yeah, Shuddy, you're fucking awesome. Thank Jeff, you. you're fucking awesome. Kevin, you're awesome. Oh, I mean, I've never been too. so locked in so hard right and head. so grossed out at the same time listening to Shuddy pulling shitty underwear out of the wall. That was <laughs> fucking awesome. Love you, boys. Have a good one. Who can forget? Who can forget where they were when they heard Shuddy Boy talking about pulling shitty underwear out of his wall? I know. I was. I was right here. I'll never forget. I was over there when I told you guys about it. Just uh, one of the grossest stories in MSPH history, really. All right, let's take take a shot at this one. Hey, boys! Big fan of the show. Fucking love listening to you, Jeff. I'm trying to find your third podcast here. I need some sports advice. I'm getting my fucking ass handed to me this year. Uh, what is it? Can you guys announce it on the radio there? Just need to, I looked it up. I couldn't find it. All right. I got to take a shit. Peace out. Nice sign off. Thanks. It was a tough year for me in the, in the NFL. I don't know what you're betting on, but I had to claw to get to 50% on the year. It's a bummer. Uh, my podcast I do for USA Today Sports. Um, it's called Bet Slipping Podcast. We're in a bit of a transition now because of no NFL season. You get the all sports podcasts pretty much revolve around the NFL season like it's the fucking sun because it's the easiest to talk about. It's got the most attention and they, you know, they play the game once every day or once every week. So the podcast makes sense. You know what I mean? Like doing a podcast about NBA betting is tough because the podcast really only has longevity for like one day if that so but it's called bed slipping podcast thanks for asking to do for usa today sports comes out every week i think we're doing tuesdays now so thanks yeah i I know you threw that out there vaguely once and then just glossed over it so i didn't know if i should if i should press you on it i don't i mean no it's not like that at all it's it's part of my brand. You I were very cagey about it. The one and only time it came up. You're like, I have this other podcast, but we're not going to talk about it. Well, okay. So hmm. I don't want, I don't know. All right. Don't so step in shit. Jeff. I, I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of fun making jokes about some of the sports betting, like, you know, fuckery or losses that I take here on this podcast. But like, I am pretty buttoned up and serious about like sports betting generally and and more so on that podcast and just sometimes i'm a little hesitant to shout that stuff out even though you know like a lot of these homies that are a lot of puminati are like-minded people and are homies and would be friends and just want to support me and want to listen but it's like i sometimes just think like this is a comedy farts podcast and 
like they're probably not that into sports. I don't know. I feel like they're like a lot of them found this podcast through you, the diva, Kevin, and you're not into sports. So for whatever reason, I assume that they're not either. But as I'm finding out, most of the Puminati aren't pussies like you. No, I mean, I'm I'm always the odd man out. Oh, like most yeah. of most of the people I know, I'm the weirdo that doesn't like sports. Well, Ellis, like Ellis, obviously huge into MMA and skateboarding and stuff, and he action sports, but like he doesn't like team sports, right? He's not. He he's not into basketball, football, soccer, nothing like that. Baseball. I don't think he follows them too closely, but I think he'll like from time to time maybe watch a basketball game or a football game. And I know he watched the Super Bowl. Right. He was tweeting it. He was live tweeting it. Yeah, I I I think as someone who's pretty much an athlete himself, he probably appreciates their athleticism and all that shit. But yeah, again, I don't know. I that's kind of my long winded explanation for never really shouting out my sports betting podcast. I didn't think anyone cared. All right, let's take a listen like, to this human. Oh, by by the way, you should also listen to Fade the Media, Jeff's second yeah. podcast. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about Judas and the Black Priest, or Black Messiah, excuse me, Judas and the Black Messiah. We're going to review that with my homie Azza. Uh, we'll talk about the 25th anniversaries of All Eyes on Me and the Fuji's The Score. All Eyes on Me is Tupac, of course. And then we'll talk about NBA. We're going to give our all-star game uh, rosters or who we think should be in. Um, I would have uh, watched Black or Judas and the Black Messiah to review on this podcast, and I'll talk about it next week. But I just didn't have enough time, dude. I couldn't stay up past 8.30 last night, and I fell asleep. I know. There's a lot of stuff to watch. I've, I've got that on my watch list, too, HBO Max exclusive. But yeah, I want to check the, that out. Here, the soundtrack awesome. goes hard, dude. Yeah, we can we can do that for homework this week. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, you guys, uh, there's a couple of tracks you might like on the soundtrack. I'm gonna send them to you, uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, Nas, I know you're not you're not big into Jay Z, but Nas does a track. Black Thought does a track from the Roots, and Jay Z does a track, and it's pretty good. The soundtrack as a whole is really good, actually. Nice, I'll check it out. All right, uh, how about this human? Hey, Matt, finest party hour. Jeff from Alberta just uh, joined the podcast. You've been listening since the beginning. Recently started listening to uh, some old episodes and uh, thinking if there's new listeners that just came over, they should check out some old ones, uh, some classics like Putin Kathy, Fart Wars, uh, Shetty's Power Hour there where he gets loser drunk, uh, Baking the Jeffy Cakes, and uh, my all-time classic favorite, Roast Beef or Camel Toe. <laughs> Anyways, boys, you guys been killing it lately. Um, if anyone's on the fence about joining the Patreon, I highly, highly recommend it. Thanks, friend. Jeff, thank likes you. To, uh, pull out his big wet melons every once in a while. So head on <laughs> over there if you got a chance. Take your easy, boys. Bye. <laughs> uh, Thanks, covered all the hits. Yeah. All the hits he got. Man. Dude, roast beef or camel toes and get me fired one day. <laughs> horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, that does lose not money off that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, shout out to the Patreon. We all got together and recorded a a special milestone episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, where we did a deep dive on um, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That was a fun adventure Whoa. this this weekend. And we also got to watch Uncle Tim and Aunt Bridget. Oh, on supermarket on supermarket queefs. Yeah, um, a Puminati member hit us up. 
their aunt and uncle appeared on an episode of Supermarket Sweep from the 90s, and they got us the YouTube link. So we did a commentary episode on that one, which was yep. That was fucking they left sweet. out some vital information, which ended up being quite hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, this one. This looks like a long one. Uh oh. Let's see. Okay. I don't know. A dumb, a dumb MSPH wrestling recap. <laughs> I don't know what sticky dark corner of the internet I found you three but I listened to an episode and I have to say I think you guys are familiar that's the word I'd use I remember guys like you in middle school and high school oddballs people who couldn't conform with normal life and so they found each other (laughs) and they found their interests whatever it would be my little pony wrong I didn't have any friends in high school matrix you name it so they stuck together at the exclusion of all other social skills and all other development. They hang out, they laugh, a lot of inside jokes are created that only they find funny. But then the sleepovers start. And a few of those go by until one day, inevitably, one of you says, hey guys, is my penis weird? And you show it, and you laugh. But it progresses. And three sleepovers later, you're jacking each other off, licking (laughs) each other doing things that creates the illusion of intimacy, the intimacy that's never found its way to you and will never find its way to you. College comes, you drift <laughs> apart. You promise you'll get in touch, but things just drift apart. And suddenly you're alone, and loneliness starts to define you. It starts to gnaw away at you until it becomes your defining feature. Now I actually have a boner right now. Trying to cobble together some masculinity, trying to pretend that you're normal, <laughs> that you're not that same strange boy jerking off another strange boy <laughs> the fuck? in the basement of some other strange boy's home. A strange boys. you're faced with loneliness, failure, a total lack of friendship and intimacy with another human being, and you worry that one day it will end. And much like the action figures that you keep in your boxes, pretending that one day those action figures will have value and someone will want them, you'll end up much like that action figure. Still, This is the greatest voice I've ever gotten. And waiting to find a home. I'll keep listening. I'll keep listening. (laughs) Wow. Man, that guy got all that from one episode. First of all, yeah. First of all, sir... Thank you for the voicemail. Thank you for listening to that one episode. You just spoiled episode 1000. That's what we were totally going to 69 for episode 1000, but you ruined that. So yeah, I guess we'll have to do something right. different. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Good. It's a good little, I don't know, fan fiction. It took us on a journey. That was a concise well thought Novella. out and executed voicemail. My goodness. On the first shot, like, did he, he, he had to be written, right? I hope uh, at the very least rehearsed. Yeah. Good for him. Hopefully he didn't just listen once, put all that effort into a voicemail and then stop listening. <laughs> Hopefully that that's part of the joke. It yeah. would be really cool if he never listened again, actually. I don't I, I want as many listeners as I could, 
but that would make him the coolest if he just walked away from the podcast. That's a because re- like I couldn't imagine giving a podcast a shot, being like, "This isn't for me," but I'm going to leave them a journey of a <laughs> voice. Drop the mic. Yeah, <laughs> like drop the mic after voicemail. If so, like, wow, what a that what a go getter. Yeah. Um. And you know these voicemails, like it leaves everybody's phone number. But this is the only time I think I've ever seen this happen. It left the name of the law firm he works at that he must have called from. <laughs> so he called from work. Yeah. So hey, shout out to your law firm. Um. Save save that number. I could. We might need legal counsel one day. Yeah. 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 Hopefully you don't truly hate us for for whacking each other off, and uh, would like to to rep us someday. Yeah, we're just being pros. I don't know. What do you, we're we're tight. What do you want me to say? Um, you want to do another one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's roll through. All right. Damn it! You're over there taking notes. What's up, guys? I was listening to uh, you talking to Christian and about serious stock prices. I bought 2,500 shares at nine cents in 2007. Yeah, it's been very nice. Keep up the work, guys. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Thank you for listening, Mark Zuckerberg. I did. I know I can't believe Sirius was trading at nine cents. Wait, when did when so did Howard is... go to to Sirius? In 06. Wait, that can't be true. He went right, to Sirius, remember... and I think he made the announcement in two thousand and five. How would it be nine? No, I don't... I'm calling bullshit, buddy. Calm bullshit. Because you know what? I actually did buy shares of Sirius when Howard announced he was going because he kept making this, like, he drummed up a lot of uh, hype and interest before making the announcement. And he kept saying, like, I got a big announcement coming. I got a big announcement. And then he gave the date. And he's like, huge, huge, huge announcement on this date. And I knew he was going to announce, like, I'm going to satellite radio. So like, it was that was back when they were two separate companies, and I was like, "Fuck, is he going to go to XM or is he going to go to Sirius?" So the second he said Sirius, I like called a stock brokerage and bought some some stock. Uh, and it was for sure not at nine cents a share in two thousand and five. So twenty five hundred <laughs> shares at nine cents a share cost two hundred and twenty five dollars. But, okay, Today, we can look. That $225 is $15,225. Did so, you find, did you can find the historical stock say, prices serious. that, that Sirius and any company traded at, I believe. I don't think, I think it's free data. I don't think you have to have like a subscription, any like financial software website or whatever but like nine he also cents? could have that sounds like arrow time like what the who's nine fucking cents he could have the date wrong 
Like as soon like you know what that stock does as soon as it's found out that they're putting it in cars, like they're manufacturing it in cars, like that No, it did that already. So in 2009 it was 10 cents a share. What? What? Really? Yeah. What the fuck so, did I buy? Did I get tricked? In 2004 it spiked from $2 a share up to $7 a share at the end of t- or at the beginning of 2000 end of 2004 beginning of 2005. Yeah, Cuz I think it was around f- maybe 5 bucks a share when I bought it. Maybe and I mean, then, how did it fall that low? 9 Beginning cents. of end of 2008 beginning of 2009 it was right around 10 cents a share. But its high was in 2000 February 17th, 2000 at $66 a share. Whoa. Okay. I don't, I'm confused. So I understand that it would plummet after the 2008 financial crisis, but he said he bought it for nine cents in 2007. It was trading. I was trading at nine cents in 2007. No, it was not. It was not. So he could have the year wrong, which I did preface this by saying. But I'm so it was trading for ten cents a share while Howard Stern was on Sirius Satellite Radio. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. Next voicemail. I don't even. I don't have like so. Uh, my brain's broken on that. I I, I just can't. Okay. The All first right. year he was there, so 2005. Right. Ranged from. 850 a share down to 530 a share and dollars then, yes and then 2006 on it just plummet it plummeted between 2006 and 2009 it just and it went to 10 cents and what's it trading at today 609 was what it's trading at when it the market closed today it's six dollars and nine cents. Six dollars and nine cents. Maybe okay. we should move on to the next voicemail before Jeff melts. Gee, I mean, yeah, just oh. I mean, if he's this confused now, just wait till Shitty Boy's fanny flapping fucking news. <laughs> I'm not confused. No, what fanny all, all the words that you're saying make sense. I'm just very, very surprised. It went from it went from sixty dollars. They got Howard Stern and went down to nine cents. He hops in at nine cents. I, I wish I did that. And now it's up to six dollars a share. You said what was the what was the growth on nine cents? Just All right, can we? Because this is something we can handle off air. <laughs> is, that, is it like six thousand percent? It's like yeah. six thousand percent. Something like that. We. I want to charge that guy more for Patreon if he's a subscriber. Well, actually. I, for Let's some reason, I and he gives us financial advice. I wasn't very good at the math, but after Shuddy Boy was like, he made fifteen thousand dollars. I was thinking he was like a fucking millionaire or something off of that. But that's two hundred and twenty-five dollars just... into fifteen thousand, though. I mean, yeah, that's a huge hike. But I was only looking at twenty-five hundred shares at nine cents. So, like, without being able to process that quick math, that's he only spent two hundred and whatever dollars to like. 
he must have five billion dollars. Whoa! Wait, wait, Kevin, did you did you buy at ten, sell at nine cents, and win? and you're gonna always lose? Apparently, but did you did you lose the most in your series? No, 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 trading? no. Because no, I remember. I bought it thinking it was just going to skyrocket with Howard announcing he was going there. And it did go yeah, up. Totally. It, it went up, but just not a fuckload. So, like, I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll just hold on to it for a while. And I definitely didn't sell it when it was at pennies. I, I only lost a, a little bit of money. I didn't put that much. That's, that's why I suck. I never put that much in anyway. Like, we were talking about cryptos last week. Cryptos had another awesome week. And it's just like, fuck. If I wasn't such a damn coward... I would be where where this guy, I thought this guy was. Like if I put real money in, would have been huge stuff. But now it's just like, all right, cool, made a little bit of money, but nothing to like get me out of poop slime alley or anything. I I, right, I can't wait to look at these images Shuddy's sending me because I oh, literally do don't do that believe while the I internet. Play, He's, yeah, I'll play the it's next. It's just voicemail. a picture of the graph, and Jeff will look at graphs. We'll do one more voicemail. <laughs> Oh, my God. After listening to that last episode, what the fuck is wrong with Jeff? Eating cold, fast food? I do not know who hurt you as a child, but I'm <laughs> sorry, man. That is fucked up. Also, you're like, oh, on the snack attack, yeah, I'll give it a full touchdown, seven points. No wonder you suck at gambling. A touchdown is six points. What is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with people? Fuck. Oh man, that guy again. Thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the voicemail. Uh, no, I mean, I just mean that like, what the fuck is wrong with people? He's a he's a regular listener and voicemail. Voice yeah, I think I might be going on his podcast sometime. You are? I think so. Yeah. What? Nice, dude. Yeah, you're the face and the diva of this organization. You need to go out there and you need to you need to do the uh the guest spots. Yeah. Me and Shuddy, we're gonna we're gonna hang behind the scenes, behind the do do most of our damage behind the paywall selfishly. Just capitalize off your diva ness. What were we talking about? I don't know. Uh snack oh Are cold still- fast food. Oh also, no 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 no. That's a good point. So you we did supermarket queeps as we talked about earlier, and we had met up on Saturday. I forget what time. It's supposed to be like ten thirty. I showed up like ten minutes late because I wanted to hurry up and cook myself up some eggs and bacon, right? But I didn't eat it, so I finished cooking up the eggs and bacon. We connect. We talk all the shit, me, you, and excuse me, it was me, you, and Dom and Shuddy were recording. What the fuck did I just watch on Supermarket and Queefs? I'd finished making my eggs and bacon. We did the intro. I waited a few more minutes before turning on my movie. And then I probably ate the eggs and bacon like 35 to 45 minutes after I cooked it. So it's just like a consistent thing that I do. I just. You're just fucking disgusting. I just disgusting. make the food and I eat it cold. You are just like a weirdo. So gross. I'm. A, I, it's not like a, I don't think it's a dirtiness thing. I'm not like I'm not like the fucking kids and don't tell mom the babysitter. But I, it's still foul. Just, That's really disgusting. I just eat cold food. I don't know. Yes, I, get yes, I do like green eggs and ham. 
I ordered. I got five. I got five guys burgers and fries last night. As uh, well, I just got it for dinner, and I ate that hot. Well, as hot as Postmates delivered it. Well, congratulations. And I thought Jeff. about you guys. Congratulations on eating food, hot food that was actually supposed to be hot. Right. You did it. I guess then I take extra points for granted what the fuck did I just, or what the fuck is wrong with people? Excuse me. Well, I'm proud of you, Jeff, and I'm proud of us. We did it. We made it. And thank you to the Puminati for listening. Um, if you need more MSPH in your life, like we said, that Patreon's just waiting for you. And um, it's cram-packed to all orifices. This is a fun stuff. Nice. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour if you want to check that out. Um, and if you'd like to be a part of voicemails, yay, like these fine humans, you can just call 201 472 0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or you can always just shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com if, uh, if you don't want your voice to be featured. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. Fucking hate Instagram. And at MSPH Podcast on both. Uh, Shuddy, you got anything you need to throw out? Any Chuckle Hut dates? Nope, no Chuckle Hut dates this week. Sorry, guys. They've been canceled. Snowstorm. Oh, for a second I thought Jeff had something to say, but you were just frozen. Never no, mind. No, my... I got boogies I gotta pick. Oh. You know... It's we'll, making my face... We'll let you get to that. We'll let you tend to your boogies. Thanks for listening, friends. But until next time... Oh, ooh, something... Whoa. Hey, check, check, checkity, check, check, poamp. Poampity, poamp, poamp, poamp. All right, those levels look okay. Speaking of which. <laughs> what up, fellas? How much? How do mm-hmm. I sound to you guys? Pretty dull. Like, I can't really... The oh. sound isn't very high. Maybe my my microphone is still waking up. Yeah. Me, 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 me. YouTube does not like Christian, huh? <laughs> YouTube doesn't uh, like much. I love it. You know, they're, the YouTube is uh, a pretty negative crowd, huh? They're vicious. Jeff was just I, telling me. I never knew how vicious they were. I, I don't, I never did much on YouTube as like a, which I'm going to call it as a creator, but yeah, it's oh, one of those things that um, even watch that many videos. It's best to just, just not look. We have, so, we have avenues of contact where people are, are very, very nice to us and, and very cool and chill. Or if they have something to say, they present it in a nice way instead of just being cunts about it. You are correct. Uh, one thing that YouTube comments, I think, or just maybe listeners in general pointed out to me that makes perfect sense is 
how much of a diva you've turned into since we started racking in the dollars here on the Patreon. I'm a real jerk off, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always worried about your brand. You did Shuddy fired up the zoom chat a little early. Um, well, not even early, like on time I was running late. I told you guys I was running late and then you responded. Yeah. Let us know or let me know when you're in. But like Shuddy made a good point. Why didn't you want to just hang out with Shuddy for a couple minutes? Like alone. It's all money with you lately. Uh, well, much much like your your fellow YouTube internet sleuths, <laughs> you, you, you really seem to have just jumped to a conclusion there. So when I link up with you guys, I'm already recording the Easter egg. So I want to make sure we're all ready to go once we link up. So basically, the short answer is Jeff. You're right. It is about the money. He yeah, doesn't want. I... He doesn't want to do extra work because he spent a few minutes sh- shooting the shit with me beforehand. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I want to come across like I'm though... guiding the internet comments here, but it really seems like Shuddy Boy's turned into a diva lately. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We could do a vote on who's the most diva. Well, I don't. I got. I just spoiler or uh, truth be told. I got in here a little early to talk to Shuddy ahead of time. So I don't know if the vote's <laughs> going to go in your favor. Well, I don't, I don't know. Here's where I'll just concede. If there's a silent vote, I will say, if anybody is legitimately getting a little bit diva esque, it is me. That's all I was saying, Kevin. I was agreeing with you. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was, I was about to agree with you. Well, you and Jeff. Because if there's ever a poll where it's like, regardless of the topic, like who's the worst? It's it's me. Fucking Puminati just fucking hates me. All right. Well, I'm going off brand here, or I was going off brand. I gotta get back on brand. I disagree with both of you. I'm the most diva. I yeah, you it both looks are like you it. both are wrong. You <laughs> it looks wrong. like it. It looks like it. You're really living that diva life. Yeah, I just connected dots with the comments like uh like a, a true web sleuth does, and I figured out that I hope we all fall on the same spot with that web sleuth nonsense oh i'm I'm pretty so, sure we do i think i think we will <laughs> yeah um i'm trying to the the true web sleuth in me is trying to connect the dots between kevin being kevin being a diva and the lapd i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it quick enough in this easter egg but <laughs> the wheels are turning have i gotten any you louder just fire to you guys? right into that oh uh, I get. I don't know. I was hoping we could save it for the podcast because that's I what I meant. I meant about. right when we started, oh. Jeff. Oh, <laughs> Not oh, right okay. now. Has my Ooh. mic gotten any louder to you guys? No. Not really. <sighs> Man, I've been I've been trying to like um, tweak stuff because you know obviously the the most important thing is the finished product, and I noticed that I was like clipping, and there's nothing that fixes that. Like, I can lower the volume, but it'll still be like <clears throat> in my voice if I get too loud. Um, but I know you Are guys you have a hard time through hearing through the me. recorder or in your own ear earphones? No, I don't hear it until I go to the recording. Like, it doesn't so you, it doesn't pin in my, my headphones. It just pins in the recording, which sucks because there's no way to fix it. And it's all one track, right? Yeah. Uh, Which is an, uh, I know it's another bummer, <laughs> but like I mean, as long as you guys can hear me audibly, like it's it's not at a point where you guys are struggling to understand what I'm saying, right? Not at all. Okay, no. cool. All right, 
it just makes it a lot easier to talk over you. <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking go to town. <laughs> um, Shudface, may I have record permission? You may. Sorry. There you go. Boink. Sweet. Man, look at that fucking honker on my schnoz. Yeah, it's like, it is noticeable, actually. <laughs> real quick, I had on him? this amazing white long sleeve t shirt that had that said, said it, it looked like the it was a Top Gun t shirt. So it said Pete Mitchell with Maverick underneath it on the breast breast right here. And I was eating chips and salsa waiting for you too and dropped salsa down the front of the oh, shirt. Bummer. Man, that's like that's like Jeff gambling on Mondays. Like you know <laughs> when you're wearing a white shirt, there's some foods you just got to avoid cuz you eat salsa. Listen, I've been doing so good with white shirts that I thought I had had that I had turned a corner. And then I'm sitting here waiting for you guys and I'm like I'm looking at the Zoom, I'm like what the and then I look down and there's just salsa dripped down the front of the shirt. Oh, no, I'm lactating salsa. So well, instead, I, can, I have this Rick and Morty shirt on from my I can rate. speak to one of your points and against the other one, Kevin. Uh, I always buy, like, a new package of five white V-neck <laughs> T-shirts because I am just, like, I am just a magnet. Or my shirts are magnets for getting shit or food on them. Um, today, I was pouring my coffee into my class and it like popped up a little bit and I got a little bit on my shirt. It's not that noticeable, but this isn't white anymore. So I just do, I do that pretty routinely. Shuddy, I hear you. Also the Monday thing, Mondays became become my best day of gambling the whole week. I've won like <laughs> seven straight Mondays. I, I, I love MSPH Monday now. It's Fuck fucking, yeah. it's great. So, so are you the type of, um, because I know you're kind of a baller now, Jeff. We're all we're all just Patreon ballers. I have my my new Tesla being delivered soon. I'm going to be moving out of Poop Slime Alley up to one of those mansions behind me. You know, Patreon life is good. So I'm moving a block closer to the beach. Are you are you at a point right now where, oh, I fucking got coffee on one of my five V-necks into the trash with you? No, because. I don't, I don't wear, I sweat so much that I don't, if I take these out and about, or if I work out in them, it's going to turn into a wet t-shirt contest. That's embarrassing. So I really just wear, <laughs> I just wear them around the house. Like no one sees them outside of my, my brothers. Oh, and, uh, my nipples. Little, little mama looks at me a little weird when I get stains on my shirt. But other than that, it's all good. She's like, always I don't, judging. I don't wear them out and about. If I do, it's. They're always covered with like a hoodie or something. Let me try one quick thing with the the blinds here. Because it is really funny that, you know, if I turn the umbrella light on, I'm blue. And if I open the blinds, I'm just a ghastly figure. And now I'm just a featureless face with a fucking red blotch on my nose. It's, I'm like pim- I was gonna- Pimple Rudolph. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you look better now than you usually do. A, a pimple aside. I think you have pretty good I, lighting, and I know, you I know Diva Kevin, that really appeals to him. 
I, uh, I'm very vain. I do not have the umbrella light on today, so we're going to see how this goes. I think you look good. So- well, it's daytime out still, so uh, we'll see if I have to get up and flip it on in the middle of recording. So I should not fuck with the blinds you're saying, Jeff? What are you going to do? Try and you want to... I was going to close bring- them a little bit. I, that's what I would do. You're, you are a little washed out. Okay. But I mean, yeah, you can tinker with it. But now that he's I, pointed out that zit, though, it's all I can see when I look in his little box. <laughs> yeah, I keep staring. I keep, I keep staring right into that zit's eyes. Yep. It's a tough one, man. I hate it. it actually, it's better now. Okay. All right. That seems like or a good spot yeah. then. Got work. What the hell happened? It was fine until the. There we go. Uh, this, these fucking cameras suck. I hate these. They like they started out as a brand, and now they're just like the dominant Amazon webcam, like the rectangle that only shoots. Like I'm I'm filming a video part for a DC skate video or some shit. Like they're always fisheye bulged. I know you've said this a million times, but you you're not using your MacBook, right? No, no, I use the. I've tried using subbing the MacBook in, and for some reason, it doesn't like the the audio configuration that we have going here to get us all through and get you guys the audio of like voicemails and the iPad and shit. Gotcha. Because me and Shuddy are on Apple products, right? Nope. You're, you're on, oh I'm no, on a, I'm on a PC laptop. And you have one of those webcams too, pussies. right? Yeah, I bought the same. You sent me the link, and I bought the same exact one you have. Yeah, they they love that that fisheye effect. Yeah, you that's why put, you can see our coat rack off to my right, the the shoe bin. Yeah, and I try and clean up the background a little bit before we record on Mondays, and I get the exercise bike out of its corner, and you can still see like the little flap over there from the mat it rests on. Like I can't I get see, it completely yeah. out of view. I mean, yeah, you could my, put it my sneakers next to the bathroom. There's a whole like walkway next to the bathroom. It's a tight turn. I can't get the. the he means just into that hallway. Just slide it into that. So oh, no, it's it'll out stick of... out. It's it's not. It's too too wide. The yeah, ass really? stick out. Oh, shit. I haven't been to your house in like a year, right? Close to eleven months now, right? It's been since March. I mean, the the date that sticks out in my head or around the date is. I think it's March. Oh, well, I don't know the specific date. So like the first or second week of March where the NBA shut down mm-hmm. and then everything shut down. What was it like? Either March 8th or March 17th. For whatever reason, those it's around there. Cause I'll get, I'll get a notification yeah. on my, my Instagram account. Cause I remember I'm pretty sure when I left the building for the last time, when they were like, all right, we're shutting the offices down for a month. And I was like, Whoa, a month. That seems a little overly cautious here. We're, sh- we're shutting down for a month. And I put like an Instagram story up, I think, of being like, ah, I'll be a month before I see this office again. Boy, was I wrong. It'll be infinity before I see this office again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, you guys ready to... Oh, here, let me uh, test the ipad Rooney. You fucking need come fucking poop. That's fucking quiet. Hold on a second here. Pooping Kathy. Let me just play the theme. Actually, well, the theme always fucks up for you guys over Zoom anyways, right? It's kind of louder than you. <laughs> Is it? Shit. <laughs> it fucking... Oh, my God. 
man, I'll just never, I'll never get the hang of this. I overcompensate one way and then something else fucking, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah! That was super loud. Hold on, hold on. Let me try this. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Mad Hatter sounds... Poopy Pants Hour. Hey. Sounds good. Hey. Check, 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 check. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll give it a little extra boost. Check, check, check. Hey, Jeff Clark's jacking his dick again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice all right i think that'll work i think that'll work from los angeles california with mad scientist party hour